What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Lauda, what do you have? All right. So a few weeks ago, I told you guys that Vanessa Bryant was not re-upping her contract with Nike. Hmm. Well, we got a very long message from Vanessa on her IG that stated that she worked really hard on a shoe that was for her daughter, Gigi. But she was really surprised because she doesn't have a pair of the shoe, but someone was bragging about having the shoe. She posted, if someone can share how they have these shoes in their possession, that would be great because my daughters and I don't have any of Gigi's Mambasita shoes. How can Nike make this right, if they can even make this right? Elsie, I'm going to go to you first. Elsie's? they make this right i mean besides issuing a public apology right you know maybe establishing something um in the family's name um but i mean if the feelings is just about how can someone else have these shoes before us there's nothing they can ever do to make that right you know it's mm-hmm. it's a genie's out of the bottle all they can do now is try to do some sort of emotional reparations well, the story was that they were never supposed to come into fruition because she never approved it. It was something she designed, and because they didn't re-up the contract. I mean, I know prototypes get made, and that's I was what a lot say, of people. It's probably a prototype, yeah. Like you know, but they. I feel like she should have that prototype. No, no doubt, no doubt. But maybe it was like, you know, everything was shut down. They kept them all like in storage, and someone just decided. You know, like we, when I worked at the magazine, ESPN, the magazine, we had tons of stuff that we never actually made it to print that people would just grab out of these closets that we would just have, you know, like props and things like that. And obviously at the radio station, we do the same thing, right? With the cutouts and stuff. So maybe it was kind of like that. Someone saw them and just like knew they weren't ever going to be used. And it's like, oh man, it's so sweet. If if I could jump in real quick, only because I'm a can. big sneakerhead and I, I've been paying attention to this and I know what's going on, I guess, in, in somewhat of a sense. Um, so basically, long story short, she designed these shoes to be like a memorial, like Laura said, to Gigi and Kobe. And it was supposed to have like her number on it. And it was the inside was supposed to have butterflies and rainbows and stuff like it was a shoe dedicated to Gigi. And what happened was they basically took Vanessa's design and then Kobe fied it you know, got rid of anything relating to Gigi. They put Kobe's signature on it instead of putting Gigi's number on it. They did all this stuff to make it a, a Kobe shoe and took oh, off like the little nuances that were that made it a Gigi shoe. And then they produced it and they mass produced it because the person who, who got the shoe and shared the picture of it, it was somebody who got it from a tier zero retailer, which means Nike oh my definitely meant to sell these shoes <laughs> yeah. and we're planning on selling them very soon. Yeah, I'd be furious. There is no, I don't think, that's why I don't think that there is a resolution to this, you know? Ooh, Nike. Yeah, I mean, George's resolution could be. You should not have do it. That's something you should not have do. Nope, damages, man. Mm -mm. You know, that's, that is, that that is stuff that sets up for a lawsuit. I don't know, you know, any of the contractual sides of things, but it just all sounds very dirty. The way Laura just described it, or the way Lindsay just described it. It all sounds very dirty. Super shady. Super. Yep. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right. 877-710-ESPN if you want to hop aboard. 877-710-3776. So let me ask you this question. Because Dame Lillard is out there on his Instagram quoting Nipsey Hussle. 
talking about preparation, you know, meeting opportunity, and when will that happen? And, you know, look, I, I think when Dame posts something like that on his Instagram, LZ, mm-hmm. that gets everybody on high alert because Dame has been very outspoken in the past about I'm going to be one team guy. He's been critical of Durant, right? He's been critical of people in the past. And I think that it's – I've always said this because Durant was critical of LeBron at one point, if you recall correctly, mm-hmm. okay? And I always say I try to live my life when I – you know, before, before I make a proclamation about someone's decision, right, I try to empathize. I try to put myself in their position and say, what would it feel like to be person X enduring this situation? And I try my best – to do that because it's easy to just fire off takes right and not not know what it feels like to feel that frustrated or whatever but all this stuff eventually comes to roost you know what i'm saying like where you are now damian lillard being the guy who has criticized people in the past much like kevin durant was that guy previously and now you are tweeting these things or excuse me post these things on instagram and let's face it we both or all of us know that he knows when he posts that that there is going to be a reaction to this. Yeah, of course. Why of course. Listen, it. there is a civil war happening. And the old guard, they're losing it. And this is a civil war. The old heads and people who still subscribe to the philosophy that the NBA should happen the way that it did in the 80s and 90s where you you stay with one team, win or lose, and and prove that you're a man and yet that you're the man and that you lead this team to a championship and that is your legacy, right? That's that's the big reason why Michael Jordan 6-0 in the finals is always held up is because it's like, um, he didn't have to bounce around, he didn't have to move around, blah, 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 blah. That's one philosophy. The new philosophy is that Kurt Flood went to the Supreme Court to fight for our abilities to have free agency. Why aren't we using it? <laughs> why are we subscribing to the same set of ideology that Kurt Flood spent his life fighting and lost his career over so that we had this freedom, why are we still subscribing to the mentality that he was fighting? Why aren't we becoming more empowered? We all Mm -hmm. saw Scottie Pippen sitting there on the documentary talking about how he had to beg for his money. Yeah. Winning chips and begging for money. Yep. And now, fast forward, LeBron James helped to found or put the foundation down for his own agency, and he's getting dudes paid. Yep. Think about that. Yeah. In the heyday of what y'all trying to hold on to, Scottie Pippen's begging for money. Right. In the new current NBA, Tristan Thompson's getting his money because Bron is his boy. Right. You know who just signed with Clutch right now? Speaking of, of Damian Lillard, Yusuf Nurkic. See? See? So there's a civil war that's happening, and there's going to be a victor, and I do not believe it's going to be the old guard. Damian Lillard was huge as an old guard guy. And maybe after he dropped 56 and saw his team still lost comfortably, he looked around and was like, you know what? Maybe I'm better suited to decide what's best for my career Mm -hmm. as opposed to the offices that's upstairs. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I would like to have a chance to win a championship. And you know what? We're a playoff team every year. And I'm a great individual player. And man, if I could take this skill set and put it somewhere else, I could win. Because guess what? I've already proven what I am as a player. 
I've already made a ton of money. What do I really want? I want to win a championship. I want to be not a great player. I want to be a great player and a championship player. And so when I, when I read what he's saying, how long should I stay dedicated? How long till the opportunity meets preparation? I realize that he's quoting somebody else, Nipsey Hussle here, but I'm saying that's luck. When am I going to get lucky? You know, and what is luck? Is it staying here in Portland and winning here? I'm not so sure after all these years we're ever going to do that. What if I was able to, you ready, take my shooting skills to a team that could really use them like the Lakers? Because one of the things we haven't talked about today is nobody could hit a shot. Like this team desperately needs somebody who's a real threat every time he shoots the ball. And so, uh, Lillard's that kind of guy. So, look, I, look, every team in the NBA would want Damian Lillard, and clearly, of course, immediately after all this was posted last night, uh, you know, Damian Lillard and photoshops in a Laker uniform were all over social media. Now, here's where Dennis Schroeder comes into play, because, LZ, you asked me, or you brought up how I could give you an idea of how Dennis Schroeder, even as disappointed as people are in him and probably want him gone, has to help the Lakers in this situation. So... As we all know, in the NBA, to trade for a player, particularly someone who's already under contract, like Damian Lillard, who's under contract for the next four seasons, okay, you have to trade salary for salary within a certain percentage. So Dennis Schroeder wants to get paid. So if you're, if Dennis Schroeder walks, like, just walks, like, oh, you let him go, see you later, nice knowing you, the Lakers are already at the salary cap threshold. They cannot upgrade that position without his help. So, while y'all being mean to Dennis Schroeder on social media, you probably need to stop, is what I would say. Because a lot of the Lakers' chances of upgrading this roster will rely on if he's willing to cooperate with a sign-and-trade. And, you know, I'm not saying it has to be Damian Lillard, because, again, there takes two to tango there. Portland would have to also say, sure, we want Dennis Schroeder as a package or part of a package for I Damian they say that. Just Lillard, right, which I doubt they do, exactly. Nor I do I think the whole thing up. Right, nor do I think the Lakers actually have the requisite assets that Portland would want in what I guess would be a rebuild um, for Damian Lillard because all the draft picks, for the most part, um, that they could deal are all owned by New Orleans at the moment. So yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it would be hard to make that happen. It's, it's basically either what we have has to continue to mature. And I and I think I brought this up. No, I definitely brought this up to the guys in the sense that I felt that for what Dennis was asking and what he was offering, we would be better off just making THT the starter based upon the money. Based upon the money. Just let him be the starter. You know, and let him keep working and figuring it out because he's so cheap. And we can use that money to get shooters and blah, 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 as opposed to dumping it all with Dennis. That is certainly one option. I'm not sure what Rob is considering, but that is one option. The other option, we know that Chris Paul has decided to opt out. We know that Kyle Lowry is available. We can go 36-year-old point guard. Well, we don't know that. That's what's been reported. But we he, ha he yeah, clearly right. hasn't opted he out. He's he still can playing. officially right. not yeah. opt out because he's still playing. But right. that's the report. And right. beyond the report, that makes sense for him to opt out. Right. So when you think about what's available and what the Lakers can do, the options – at least right now, if Dennis does not help us out, is to try to get one of those 30-some-year-old point guards or hope that what we have can suffice. Right, because if you're going to try to go after Chris Paul, he wants $100 million for right. three years. 
Let me just ask you this, George. Just, Report, just give me, reportedly. Yeah, allegedly. Just, allegedly. Just, just tell me this because I, you're telling me something I didn't know. But so, so tell me this. If you're Schroeder, can you get more money elsewhere or could the most money you get come from the Lakers? Does that make well, sense? You can, the most money he can get is from the Lakers it, because I believe, and I'd have to double-check this. Um, I, this is just off the top of my head. Yeah, I believe ahead. the Lakers acquired his bird rights, um, which allow them to pay him one extra year as opposed to a new team offering him a free agent contract. Okay, so there, there is – So the total cash yeah. is more. The per year is, 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 all, you know, is, is a little different, too. Well, I'm just trying to figure out, does it work for both parties? The Lakers can sign him to all this money that they don't intend to pay him because they don't think he's really good enough and worth it, but they give it to him just so that they can sign him. So they can match a contract. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. that is possible. They can do possible. that. Well, they need to do that, and he needs to help. And I say he needs to, um, he not for his sake. Nothing. No, well, he no, doesn't need sake. to, right? Yeah. He does, yeah. I mean, for our sake, because I, I personally, like, for me, you asked earlier, Kuzma. I'm not really sure. Like, have we seen the best of Kuzma? It was kind of like the conversation we were having about Jared Goff. You know, you kept asking, has he reached a ceiling? I would ask the same question about Kyle Kuzma. Have we seen the best of Kuzma? Will yes. we see more from Kuzma? Uh, to me, a guy like Kuzma, a guy like Schroeder. I mean, these guys are all free to. To, to go elsewhere, I, I really think the Lakers. Well, have to no, Kuzma's up. not. He, he's no longer free because they signed mean, him to an extension. What I'm saying is, I'm I'm saying if he's not back, I'd be fine with that. That's oh, what I'm trying to I get see. At. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see. Yeah. So we got people on hold who still want to talk about what has been the the most disappointing aspect of this season for them uh, in regards to the organization. Scotty's in L.A. Scotty, what do you got? Scotty. Going once. Got in L.A.? All right, let's go to Rick in L.A. Hey, yeah, you know what? I've been thinking long and hard about this, but I got three biggest disappointments. First is Kuz, because you guys have been talking about it. But Marcus Saul, I mean, we thought this guy was, was, a, was a ball player all this time, and we got the bag to saw a lot of both of them. And then let's look at Frank Vogel, in-game adjustments, which he didn't – he really wasn't good at, and then – after the half, like, if we're down 20 points, what happened to, like, picking up full court? What happened to, you know, three, you know, one three one press? Like, his in-game adjustments are, are completely horrible. The coaching staff. Wait, 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 a- wait, 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 Rick, Rick. Go ahead. I'm listening. La- last year, he made some unbelievable adjustments, e- even during the – forget about just the regular season, but during the playoffs. He In game six of the NBA finals, he started two completely different people. Um, I got and, you. I got and, you. And, and smashed yep. the the other team like he, that. That's he, not. He that's not small. Howard. For a whole yeah, but that, that, that yeah. was that was that was last season. Though this season, okay. You know when when book when Booker's going off, we got guys going off, and you know these guys are just standing around. You got You got You got to. He, he didn't use Harold like he should have. He didn't use a ton of guys like he should have. Caruso, even though I love Caruso's game. I don't know. He was like shook. Maybe he had a championship well, hangover hurt. or something. He didn't play in the last game. He didn't play in the last game because he was hurt. Yeah, but 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 when you look at the pieces he had, I get people couldn't make a shot. We couldn't buy a shot this season. But his end game adjustments this year, I just think he just he he didn't he didn't look like he was there as a coach. And maybe the guys just didn't buy into him this year. So I give I give those three those three parties the the share the blame this year. I will I say rate- this. You know, to your point, and thank you very much for your call. Um, 
there is a very good chance, in my humble opinion, that if AD never plays, we're never in a 29-point deficit. If AD didn't play those five minutes, I, I, I agree. I agree. We would have never have fallen that deep into the hole. I, I agree. If it's Markeith Morris starting or whatever, or whatever it was going to be, like that group that got them back in the game in the yep. third quarter, uh, that got it within like 13 or 12 or whatever it ended Ten up being. At one yes. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if they, yeah. Because you saw the oxygen leave the entire building when AD went out. Mm-hmm. And they tried yeah. to play through that and got yeah. into that big hole. All right, coming up next, let's get into how we view LeBron. Because there's a lot of questions about LeBron. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Lindsay, could someone ruin your credit if they were fine enough? No, definitely not. Mm. I bought a mm. house with my credit. You're not messing that up. Yeah. We'll get the house and then get the man. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I mean, I was really, really silly. <laughs> I, was, I was really silly. Have you ever had a sugar daddy before? Me? No. I That's fun. Great. <laughs> it's fun. I was just like, hell yeah. I'm, I was going to say I'm down, but I don't know about that. Because last I mean, time it, I said something, my mm, Twitter went crazy. Wait, 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 wait. What, Laura? So I remember, I, I, I don't, I think we're in the midday. I sent you and Greg a, a picture because one of the security guards here when we were like the lockdown on COVID was talking about how she, I don't want to be rude because I don't, they I had a sugar mama. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, you totally should get a sugar daddy and blah, blah, blah. And was giving me tips on oh. how to find one. And I was like, yeah, that's not for me. And then I, I think I posted it on Twitter and then it just went, crazy and then i was sending you and greg like literally there was a bunch pictures. of dudes that yes to the sugar and i was just like oh hell hey, it was crazy pass those tips along to me because i'd be open to that idea for <laughs> i sure. thought about it Listen, <laughs> now yeah Girl, just crazy. because you haven't had one doesn't mean you're opposed to right. it exactly, right. exactly. Listen, i i, I considered I it could. i considered it very strongly at one time after divorce and before getting involved in another relationship i thought should i get a sugar mama yeah. You no, know? oh, I thought you wanted to be the sugar daddy. No, no, no I don't want to be the sugar daddy. I want to be. I want to be the. Sh- I want to be the the sugar. You want to be the sugar baby. Yeah, yeah. Right. I want, I want, I want sugar mommy. Ball, Cap. Yeah, Cap. Just let you know, man. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's I'm not down for, man. You got to punch a clock, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm man, saying? It's not, well, listen, I I had a sugar daddy, and there yeah. were certain expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and now granted, these expectations fit into my lifestyle, mm-hmm. so I wasn't going to be fat. I was always going to be dressed right. Like, so, you know, but you are the vacuous piece of arm candy. Yes. And your job mm-hmm. is to be attractive at all times. Mm-hmm. Correct. I thought my job was um, was to deliver the goods. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Not that's a common, common, no. common misconception. That's very common misconception. Very yeah. common misconception. Right. No, so, you, yeah. no, that's not the job. Your job right. is to be the person with them so that people can say, oh, my God, how did you get that? 
Oh yeah. Oh, well, maybe that's, that's why what I... you're supposed to be. <laughs> right. So you you talking about during the pandemic that you know you were wearing uh, you know sweats all the time Sweat? and you yeah, ended up getting added get a couple of pounds. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't gonna work. Right. That was I not know. gonna work. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's why I didn't do it. No, yeah. I was like twenty, <laughs> maybe like twenty seven or something like that. The guy was like forty three or whatever. Yeah. Every fundraiser I had a tux on, you know, and all I had to do was just stand there and smile. <laughs> I brought him with me. See, I wouldn't mind doing that, but the ones that were hitting me up wanted more than just me to look cute and smile. Oh. And I was like, yeah, no, not no. doing that. Mm-mm. This is a family no. company and show. Yeah, okay. not doing that. I mean, we talk a lot of junk, but we ain't doing that. No, I mean, I'm not, I didn't say out. what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying we ain't pimping nobody out. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 What I thought so, I was Cap, supposed you to can do. Still be, you can still go out and get yourself a sugar mama. Yeah. You just have to change your perspective of what your job is. Yes. Read the job description first before applying for the role. Right. I didn't realize my first job is to look good so that I'm good arm candy. And then I guess maybe. All times. Yeah. I guess I didn't. I I, I had it all. I had it reversed. Come home from work, t shirt and boxer briefs. If that. Like, there's there's a role, man. There's a job. Yeah. As you can see, it didn't last long with me. Mm. <laughs> Yo, uh, so in other words, you couldn't eat donuts, and today is National Donut Day, Cap. So yeah. I, you know, I, I don't donuts, know how that will work out. I know I have a hard time with donuts, especially you know, like if really? they're around. Oh man, I can't not. Have oh, one. oh, oh! I thought you meant like yeah. a hard time, like you don't like them. No, no, okay, no, no, okay. no. Like if I, if I, if there are donuts around, I'll be like, Ooh, you know what eat. I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cut this donut in fourths, and I'm just gonna have one I do fourth. That too. And then I, I have one too. fourth, and then I'm like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with half. Then I have half. Then yeah. I have the third part. So now I've had uh, 75% of the donut, and I'm like, yep. I think I'm eating less because I've cut it up into small pieces. Right. But I can't deny. And then yeah. give me a strawberry like filled donut, like strawberry jelly donut. Oh man, I'm down all day. It's just it's just a problem. Yeah, you, I can't, can't say no. Yeah, you're gonna need a very special sugar mama if that's what you're trying to eat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, sugar mama don't mean e- extra sugar in no, your diet. You know no, what I mean? Like that, yeah. that, that's not how that works. But by the way, shout out to I mean, look, LA has some of the greatest mom and pop donut shops. I thought you were gonna say sugar mamas place. and sugar daddies. I'm like, they don't, they don't do bad out here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they uh, there's a spot I like. A couple spots in the South Bay. I like the Donut in El Segundo, and um, there's a Granny's, a place in um, in San Pedro, mm. right on Western Avenue. Uh, I think is fantastic. What too, is your but... favorite donut? Forget the shop. What is your favorite donut? Oh, listen to that. He's got to think it through. Yeah, man. he's a, a really, donut person. Right. He's got to really start thinking to himself. Mm-hmm. Do I like so, it old-fashioned? Do I like an apple fritter? Do I like it chocolate glazed? Like, what do you got, George? I mean, it, I got to have a mixture of stuff. Like, I can't just, like, I, you know, I like to have the old-fashioned, like, the cake. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, the cake donut. I like one of those. And then I got to have me, like, a chocolate on chocolate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I like me some of that. And then I do like a little Mm -hmm. vanilla on a glaze, too, just to kind of mix it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, I like, I want to have, like, an assortment when I have donuts. Because I don't eat donuts that regularly. Um, So when I do, I want to make sure I get a little taste of everything. You know what I don't like? Maple. Mm. I don't like maple. Maple's okay. Maple's nasty. It's like (laughs) maple and, like, pecans. It's okay. You know, I'm not running to it. But like maple bacon, it's okay, right? It's all right, decent flavor. But I wouldn't just like eat like maple ice cream, for Ew. instance. 
Yeah. Which yeah. I've seen. And it's just like, yeah, if you put know. maple in, ty- in the title of your ice cream, that just means you don't want me to eat it. I was just going to say something, but let me just not. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, maple's good on something <laughs> with family show. What? Oh, maple's good on what? Go. Okay, girl. See, anybody talking about no syrup now. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I just meant the flavor of maple <laughs> itself. Correct. I didn't mean all, you got all culinary and stuff on me. Yeah. <laughs> Can I shout out my donut place? Yeah, yeah, please go. Okay, so I love the Donut Man, which is in Inglendora, off Route 66. They're really known for like their strawberry, like their stuffed strawberry, which I sent you guys a picture. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. the tiger tail from there. I'm not a huge donut person, I will admit that. So okay. if I'm like, oh, I'm craving a donut, that's where I will make the drive to them because they're also 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I will go over there and the lines get ridiculous. Dude, just was going to say, oh, you just, ever been to yeah. a, a donut shop that's got a reputation and it's Saturday morning at 7 a.m. and there's a line that's going to take like an hour to get in? I always look at those lines and I go, my goodness, people freaking love donuts. They They'll do. stand in line for an hour for a box of donuts. So That's look, I, I, I have been. We've it's had something. this conversation um, in regards to food before. Like, remember, um, I told you guys, and you know, there's a, a new Randy's Donuts in Torrance, and the line is usually pretty, pretty long. Uh, At the big there sign. As well. I, I have, I have told you, uh, I love my love for Torrance. I feel like it is the city where you can get everything and anything you need in Southern California. Like, there is not a thing that you could not find in Torrance. I think they got the go, big Benzie. donut. There's your sugar daddy right there yeah. in Torrance. I mean, there might be one. There might be sugar daddies in Torrance. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know. But but, there's, <laughs> but you can find pretty much anything in Torrance is all I'm saying. Lindsay, I knew exactly go where check. to go. I knew yeah. exactly where to go to find the sugar mama, by the way. I mean, I had the place oh, all yeah, backed out. Oh, yeah, I'm sure out. you did. I had it all planned out. Is it the I same mean, I... place that Chris goes? I love that. So... Uh, but to, w- remember when I told you guys the stories that the, uh, the story that they opened up a raising canes, oh, um, yeah. chicken case. tender place right, or whatever right. in Torrance, right. and I was driving down Hawthorne because I was going to the Delamo Mall, and I was like, and all of a sudden traffic was like, I, I, I literally was just like, oh man, traffic is crazy right now. So I, I you know, was in the right lane, and I'm like. Oh, what, you know, is there something going on? Did somebody get into an accident? And then I pull over, you know, and I'm driving around it, and I'm like, oh, man, these people want to get into this Raising Cane's. And the line went back like almost a mile, which was crazy. And, you know, there's a lot of these food places like that people are just like, yo, we got to get in there, and I'm going to do it, and I don't care. But to your point, Scott, like, I'm not waiting no line for that long just for anything, whether it's chicken fingers or donuts, there's, especially donuts. There's a lot of great mom-and-pop donut places in L.A. Did you say chicken fingers? Yeah, raising back to those chicken two, fingers. Right. Back With to the that Vegas fingers. dollar bill again or whatever that was. Seventy-five dollars for get, chicken fingers in Vegas. I mean, right, think about the Tony line. Let's get Tony on the line. Let's get Tony on the line. Tony's on the line. Remember Tony, the guy that uh, Greg cut, cut off. off? Yeah. Yeah. So he's. Oh like, man! <laughs> yeah, man! Freedom for Tony, man! Justice for Tony. <laughs> Tony, what's he's up? He's like Greg ain't here. <laughs> what's going on, guys? What's Yo, up, man? man? We we tried hey, to get LZ. justice for you, okay? Yeah, LZ was pumping that fist for me. Good good looking out, LZ. I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> Even I called Al call, for you. I called Al and Jesse. The whole thing was hey. ridiculous, man. The fact that you got dumped and cut off the air because you were bringing something back from earlier in the show, I thought it was a very poor decision by the FCC, a.k.a. Bergman. Yeah, and that's why we brought in Lindsay today. <laughs> Hey, well, listen, guys, uh, some of the previous callers were talking about how uh, 
their girls were happy that the Lakers season was over. Well, my girl walked out to the man cave and I told her, I said, baby, it's over. And she got a smile on her face. I said, but guess what? The Dodgers still got 150 games left. (laughs) (laughs) Let her know. Yeah. And by the way, the Dodgers are up 8-1 right now over Atlanta. It's the middle of the fifth inning. Dodgers are destroying the Braves right now. Yeah. That's awesome. No. Hey, hey, good looking out, fellas. You guys have a great weekend. All right, man. You too, Tony. Hashtag justice for Tony. Tony he Fontana, right? Tony, no, Oxnard, Oxnard, Oxnard. Oh, Oxnard. Oh, it was Oxnard. Right, right, right. Representing. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. it wasn't me cutting Oh, look, off, and we so. can bring it full circle. We were talking about strawberries earlier with Lindsay. Oxnard's where you get the good strawberries. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It is? I didn't know that. Is that what Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. Girl, we got to talk to you during the break. Yeah. We'll be yeah. back right. in two minutes. We're going to talk to Lindsay about strawberries and Oxnard, and we're going to play Big Deal or No Deal next. We're back. Not producer Greg. It's producer Lindsay today, just for the record. Yeah, All right, go, so Lindsay. way to work it today, by the way, girl. I mean, yeah, Mason you've been Ireland, awesome. NSL I wish we had a producer like this every day. Oh, well, did I say could. that? Yeah, <laughs> I produce sometimes. I take that. No, no, no. I'm saying like you know. <laughs> She's saying he's saying instead of Greg. Oh, okay, right. okay, okay. You know, without saying. I'll take that personally. Yeah. All right, so the price of Bitcoin sank earlier today after Elon yeah. Musk appeared to lament the end of his relationship with crypto- cryptocurrency. The Tesla CEO tweeted a meme about a couple breaking up along with the Bitcoin hashtag and a broken heart emoji. The post included lyrics from a song by Linkin Park titled In the End. Kind of a little funny little joke tweet. Uh, Bitcoin then fell by over 6% shortly after. Is this a big deal or no deal? Nah, it's a no deal. As someone who's heavily involved in cryptocurrencies, he's just being a jerk. And um, honestly, all the cryptos pull back. Uh, you know, on any given day, five or six percent. So I, I don't think he actually added more to that. It had been steadily rising again um, in small increments. So it had hit about almost 40K, around 39,000 after dropping when he made his proclamation about how Tesla was not uh, accepting Bitcoin anymore. When it dropped down to like 28K, it had slowly but surely, like a turtle, uh, you know, gotten back to about 40,000. So I don't really think it was anything other than just a natural pullback. But I know he'll like he loved to take some credit for it. So I'm going to say no deal. And I'm not buying a Tesla, Elon. I'm buying another electric car whenever I get to get a new car. I'm going to go big deal, though, not because he moved the market in any way, which he may or he may not have, depending on how much credit you want to give him. But he does this all the time. He He's just. He's like the popular guy in high school that um, that everybody just kind of follows. And when it comes to the cryptos and, um, you know, just even the, the Tesla stock, it, it, it can be moved on his tweets. And that's, by the way, not a good thing. It's really dangerous, which is why he's been removed as chairman of the board from Tesla. So I, I'm going big deal here. I'm going to go with no deal. As in, I don't really care. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> what? I next? think it's crazy, crazy. Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I Lindsay. get it, Elsie. Mm-hmm. No, I was just say I think it's crazy that one person like has you know the, has an influence to move a market like that. It's nuts to me. I'm a big crypto. Yeah, but, he's, but he, he shouldn't. You know, it, there's there's you, rules around this. You're right. You know what I, mean? I think he's and, being investigated by the SEC for that is in regards to the Tesla stock. And he's yeah, so he arrogant is absolutely. that he's, he, he's you know he gets sued all the time. And you can go read these transcripts. He'll say to the lawyers. Hey, and, and by the way, some of these guys are ambulance chasers that are just going after him because they think they can get settlements. But the fact is, he'll say to these lawyers, 
What have you ever done? Do you know how I've changed the world? I mean, I promise you, you guys can Google all this for yourselves. I mean, yeah. I, do you know what I've done for the world? Do you know who I am here? And who are you? And he's just and, he's and, arrogant and, that way. And the irony of this is that, you know, he owns Bitcoin. Um, it's on the ledger of Tesla on its, like, treasury. And the only reason that Tesla was profitable last year was because of the money they made on Bitcoin in the last year. That's the irony of all of it. So I think he's just trolling people. Well, yeah, probably. All right. So uh, Walmart. Said hold on, hold on. We got it. We, 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 we move on in a certain way here. Sorry. Go ahead, Laura. Next. Sorry, Lindsay. We should have told I you that. Jumped, no, I jumped the gun. It's on me. Uh, Walmart said on Friday that its stores will be closed on Thanksgiving Day, joining Big Box rival Target in shutting its brick-and-mortar locations on the national holiday. For years, consumers kicked off their holiday shopping the day after Thanksgiving, which is also known as Black Friday. But retailers have been shifting the Black Friday events earlier and earlier over the past couple of years, with many opening on Thanksgiving night. Walmart's CEO said in a news release that closing stores on the holiday is one way we're saying thank you to our teams for their dedication and hard work this year. Is this a big deal or no deal? All right, I'll jump in. I'll, I'll say this. When, when I first started thinking about it, I was like, you know, this is no deal because this is just some kind of a PR thing. But on the other hand, if you work in Walmart or Target and you don't have to work because the store is closed on Thanksgiving, I'll bet you you'd be psyched about it. I mean, I usually work Thanksgiving every year. I'm in Dallas for an NFL football game. And last year, because of COVID, there was no sideline, so I didn't work it. And I was like, I love being home for Thanksgiving. So I wonder if a lot of those people would also like to be home for Thanksgiving or Actually, I would have preferred to have been working. I wonder if they'd feel that way. LZ, what about you? This is a huge deal. It's a huge deal in the sense that it is at least an acknowledgement that there's something else going on in this business besides just trying to make money, like take care of your employees. So anytime you have a major employer at least willing to recognize that, you know, their employees are people too, I think it's a good deal. You know, and obviously we all know about the grief that they and many other huge, you know, shoebox sort of corporations have in terms of what they pay these employees. So I think this is a nice step. It's a big deal. Yeah, I would agree. Also a big deal for the reasons that that LZ alluded to. But, you know, I just think that it is nice to just give your employees some time. Right. Like, I think that. If anything, the pandemic should have taught us is that time is our most valuable commodity, right? Like, you know, and you're never getting that back. And yes, I understand it's important to work and pay your bills and all that stuff. But it doesn't mean you can't recognize um, a day to just be like, hey, family, which, by the way, we didn't get very much of or, or interactions, period. Right. For a long stretch of time. So I, I would agree. Big deal. All right. What's next? All right, so last night, reality TV star Kendall Jenner made her way to the Staples Center for Game 6 to show her support for her boyfriend, Devin Booker of the Suns. After the game, Jenner was harassed by Lakers fans as she left the Staples Center lot. Fans could be heard yelling, get the bleep out of here. You're not welcome here. You suck. You know, stuff like that. Uh, they were all yelling at <laughs> Jenner, obviously, as she pulled off in her car. Is this a big deal or no deal? <laughs> Laura. <laughs> I'm going to say no deal because I listen, I don't no offense to the family. Like 
I'm not trying to be a jerk on purpose, but I, I just I feel like the they're great entrepreneurs. I will give them that. Um, and no one can dispute that part of it. But I just to LZ's point earlier when he didn't care about Elon, like I care like zero, like negative if I could about that family. Right. I care so little about them that it makes me feel like I care an awful lot about Elon Musk. And I really don't care that much. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, do we think this is a big deal? She's uh, she's dating the star player of the team that just knocked out the champs. No, I'm not surprised. No deal. Um, I think it's a big deal, but it has nothing to do with the family. And it has everything to do with the fans. Yep. We're losing our ish. We are losing our ish. Arrests, being banned from stadiums for life, you know, bullying. We just spent a whole year praying that one day we can get back in stadiums and then we get back in stadiums and we act like an ass to each other. So I think it's a big deal. I get it. You know, she's dating like the other player, you know, and I and you know, the family and the contribution society. I get all of that. But we've been in a real dark space as NBA fans this season. And, you know, we, we got to shake ourselves out of this, man, because this is well, not the league. But, but, but LZ, I, I don't think and, – and I don't think anything – like, I, I, look, I, I'm glad we can have this discussion because it's a, it's a new – we have the room now to have a nuanced discussion here. Like, I don't you – know, at least based on what Lindsey described, that's not the same thing to me as what happened to Trey Young at Madison Square Garden or – Der or uh, Russell Westbrook, or I know I'm missing somebody. Um, yeah, the Kyrie bottle throwing. Uh, Kyrie bottle throwing, or even John Morant's family in Utah. Like, to me, it's not the same thing as those things. Like, well, to me, well, it, those are different. There's levels. physical altercations, things being hurled, spit. You're right. But that doesn't mean that bullying is not a mentally harmful thing. Just because no, but John Moran's parents thing. being being said racial racist things to them is different than hey, whatever you suck or boo, you, you, you get out of here. So, so you honestly believe that you suck was the worst thing said to her that night? I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know that that yes, was the you case. Do know. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, say? I'll give you a perfect example. <laughs> you when the do Clippers know. lost, when the Clippers lost game one, okay, and I did that game at Staples Center. Um, I had to do a sports center thing after, and I walked over to the to the studio, which is across the street from Staples Center. I came through the garage at the end, like in my car, and I'm you know going through the gate to leave the garage. And a drunk Clipper fan looked at me, and I don't know if he knew me or not, but he was drunk and upset. And he was like, you know what I got to say? Boom. And he gave me the finger. And you know what I did? I just laughed, and I rolled my window up, and I left the garage. Like, I, I get it that she probably gets it worse than me for sure, but, like, you know what? Like, I, I think that that is not the same as what the other stuff that you were trying to compare it to. I mean, Lindsay, do we have any reports? Was she getting, like, chased? I mean, was it dangerous? Does she have security? I mean, I hear she exactly what both of you guys are talking about. Well, she always had yeah. security. Yeah, She yeah. had security around her. Mm -hmm. So, in that sense, like, she was safe. She was getting into her car. And it just sounded like, I mean, I saw this on TMZ. And I sent you guys the video. It was a lot of people screaming and yelling and it was a lot of profanity so much to the point where I couldn't bleep it and then play the clip on the air because all you'd hear was bleeps. <laughs> so I think it was just, you know, a lot of rowdy fans that may have taken it a step too far. Now, I now I'll give saying, LZ, though, LZ. I, I will agree, LZ, with you on this. I, I do think that your overall premise is 100% correct. I we, wasn't sure because I was like, no, no, damn, no. Greg, oh, damn, George, okay. No, we, we are. <laughs> your overall premise is correct. We 
we as a society have acted like morons, like not in just general, to the players to each other at, at stadiums. Right, and, and it, for, particularly in sports, but clearly we've seen just people, act, not just there, airplanes, right? Like people right. acting like idiots. Um, however, I do think that there, not every single, there's nuance to this, right? Like there's not, every single incident is not the same. And, and particularly the NBA say, ones. I, I didn't say it was. I right. said she was bullied. That's what I said. And based upon the description of the scene, it sounds like it's a bullying scenario. But maybe you think of it as something else. I just said that it was bullying in addition to the other things that I that was that we were talking about before with the players. But this is an example of fans getting in a stadium after a year of not being able to see this team play and decided to take the opportunity to boost to, to bully someone, really. I mean, yeah, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I see it as kind of like, you know, you're a celebrity, you're visible, and then you're going to your car and there's fans like waiting around and, you know, they're just being idiots, which mm-hmm. is, you know. Part of, <laughs> sadly, part of yeah. when you, I mean, go, I mean like, but, look, but, when I when I went to Dodger boo. Stadium, I was like saying a lot of inappropriate things to Machado, like a lot. You know what I'm saying? So just as a fan that, look, I don't like the family. I'm not trying to say bullying is okay, so let me start with that. But sure. I feel like when you are going to see a team or, you you know, Laker fans Absolutely. are upset, all this other stuff, you're going to talk trash. Absolutely. That's just going to happen. A- Absolutely. But that still doesn't sep- make them two separate things. So just because you're being an idiot doesn't mean, well, I was just being an idiot, hence I wasn't bullying. No, no, it doesn't excuse you. No, it doesn't excuse the behavior. No, yeah, no, no. You could be both. And that's all I'm saying. It, sure. That to me felt a little bit more than just some good – good old-fashioned ribbing of an opponent's love interest. Yeah, That more. felt like he was ratcheted up because of who they were, and that, to me, is bullying. And we know they've been bullied at other sporting events around the city as well. Yeah, I'm just watching it right now. A lot of paparazzi around trying to get into her car. Yeah, there seems to be some security. But, yeah, just, That's you know. an unnerving scene, man. Oh, I'm dude, just saying. I mean, it's be very uncomfortable. Oh, of course it is. There's no doubt. Um... You know, sounded I'm not like some I'm, doubt. <laughs> sounded like some doubt no, when we first started talking about it. Well, because I do think that there's a difference between having someone lunge a bottle at you or spitting on you. Like I think that that's that's not the same. No, and I didn't say it was the same. I was just simply saying she was bullied. Looks like she's being bullied by paparazzi. Is what it looks like to me. I mean, I'm I'm watching this video right now. Yeah, man, it's like a. It's, All right, it's not we good. can continue this. Let's continue the game in a second, Lindsay. Do you have more? Um, that, that's it for the, uh, okay. If that's it, that's the, fine. We, we, I, I, we can continue our <laughs> own discussion here in a second. I do need to pause. Um, so let me ask you guys this question. Uh, since we were talking about, uh, just, uh, all these things here in the last couple of seconds about, or the last couple of minutes, uh, about NBA fans and just in general, what have you noticed during the pandemic? I mean, clearly we've noticed the negative things, right? Like, do you feel like anything like that's come out of this has been, good like is there any good that has come out of this um that reflects on society perhaps whether it's sports or not maybe hmm all right because we have clearly focused on the negative which you know there's plenty of that well i guess you know george if i really think about what the positive is i'll say it like this um i don't watch nhl hockey but for whatever reason i've had an nhl game on recently and here's what i can tell you that if you watch an NHL hockey game, which I know you won't, but if you would, 
it would I be do occasionally. In, yeah, but I, mean, I don't mean you. I mean everybody else. Canada. Oh. If you watch an, an NHL hockey game in Canada, do you know that there's nobody there? Like every seat in the entire arena. is I did tarped. not notice that. No, yeah. I haven't noticed that. Because in Canada, they're still locked down. Right. So I guess for all the bad fan behavior, spitting, bottle throwing, popcorn dumping, race, racial insensitive uh, things that are said in the stands, um, fights amongst uh, fan after fan from different teams. I mean, we've seen so many crazy fight things. Okay. I would say watching the Clippers and the Mavericks in a full arena, there is good in the fact that a year ago we didn't have this. We, we, we had no access and access is coming back more than ever. And in certain parts of the country, it's, it's full-blown. So I guess I would say that's a good thing. LZ, is there anything that you feel like that, you've, that we can take? Well, it doesn't have to be sports-related necessarily. That you've said, okay, well, there's a lot of stuff that's come out of this that has made us, you know, X, uh, and that's negative. But is there something that you've, said, that you've seen that you've said to yourself, all right, you know what, this is something that's come out of this situation that is a positive. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's the, the dramatic shift in workforce mentality. You know, the lobbying, if not downright requiring the ability to work from home, for instance, is a mm-hmm. new phenomenon that corporations, including this one, has to figure out how to grapple with. Yeah. Because we just spent a year figuring out we don't have to be in an office every day to be right. effective. Correct. To be good. Yeah. You know, my my hubby um, was able to get a huge bonus, and he didn't go into the, the office once, but he worked his ass off in the house. So you, we learned we don't have to do that antiquated version of work life anymore. That's a good thing. And then number two, and I think this is, like, really important, we're reminded that people are nasty, man. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands, man. It is true. Wash your damn hands, okay? People nasty, man. You nasty. People, are, people nasty. are nasty. Wash yeah. your damn hands, man. Yeah. The airplane's nasty. The hotels are nasty. You go to the bathroom. Wash your hands, dog. Who was the dude that we had on that worked for the airline? We didn't. T- he, we didn't ask oh, yeah. him which airline. They never vacuum anything, you know. Right, and he says they are. just do they, – they vacuum at every spot, but it's just a vacuum. Right. Right. Because we were talking they about – shampooed the, them floors since the floors were laid. Right, yeah. LZ, uh, let me ask you a question, though, about that. You mentioned your husband, and congratulations to him for having a great year and for earning that bonus. I wonder if he feels this way because this is how I feel. Um, yeah, that's a good thing that we've learned to change the way we work. Or, or we've learned that, guess what? We actually don't have to go to the office. We can pull this off without being there. But what I've found is I'm working more than ever before. And I thought it was really, really great in the middle of the pandemic. And now I'm starting to feel like, my goodness, man, it was it was great. Bedroom to office all day long. Now I'm kind of feeling a little like, wow, I'm I'm working a lot, like a, a lot, a lot. I wonder if he you're felt more efficient, way. though. Are you not? I would agree because I'm not driving to meetings. I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not wasting as much time going to an office and so on. Yeah, I'm incredible, much more efficient. But I find that I'm working way, way, way more than ever before because i learned that i can do it from home so i literally do it all day long what do you think so you're saying that your work-life balance has been thrown a little out of whack way out of whack because of whack. you because you can work well that's on you dog you're yeah to, i know like, rachel you know, says yeah, to me all time, a little bit right, right, yeah. rachel says to me all the time yes, she, right. we're gonna we're gonna die in front of our computers you and me you know 
you need you need to set your own boundaries with yourself and say okay i'm shutting off at this time no matter what set an alarm Mm -hmm. do whatever you need to do you need and you also need to differentiate your workspace from your living space that's something like my therapist told me because i was like oh i just feel like my life is just one long day and like days will go by and i'm like what it's like i have no idea what day it is and so ever since i switched where i work from you know where i sleep and where i hang out i feel like it's made a big difference it is a huge difference this is the reason why like you guys will see you know i'll go hours and hours and notice later that you guys have been in communication about the game but i'm putting my phone down putting my laptop down, putting my, my tablets down. Like I need to unplug and just kind of just be present because to your point, Cap, I've basically spent my entire career grinding. I had to. I'm black. I'm gay. I wanted to be in sports. I wanted to be a columnist. And I know people are like going, you're black in the sports, man. That should be easy. No, look at the numbers, dog. Ain't a whole lot of us doing this. There is not a whole lot of us doing this, especially outside of ESPN, which is where I spent the bulk of my career at first, outside of ESPN, trying to come up. Weren't a whole lot of black dudes, definitely weren't a whole lot of gay dudes. So I had to grind every single day. And even though I quote unquote made it, whatever that hell that means, I can't shut it off. So my therapist encouraged me to put the phone down at the very least. I get up at four o'clock in the morning, 4.30 is sleeping in. I was up at four this morning. And I'm learning how to get that balance. And you're right, the pandemic, for po- folks like us, fed into those awful habits. You got to yes. work really hard to like push back against that because it's really easy to put in like a 14-hour day and don't even right. notice it. Right. I'm telling you, I, I, that's been my experience. I thought it was a great thing, and now I'm starting to think it's not such a great thing. And you know, your, your point about your husband and his, um, his bonus, that's, that's grinding. That's hard work. But... I got to, Lindsay, you're right. I got to find more balance. All right, this is my therapy session. Thank you, everybody. You're Thank welcome. You. I, I mean, you can, now welcome. can you pay us $120? We'll just split it three ways or four ways with Laura. Yeah. There you go. 30 bucks each. Oh, I mean, 30 bucks, LZ. 30 bucks, LZ. Insurance information. My, my, mm-hmm. my fees are a little bit higher. Yeah. yeah I was about to yeah. say, LZ. I'm like, that's a little cheap. I know, what, man. What LZ, about? you know, 30 bucks a piece, but that's two pre rolls, man. Two good ones, too. <laughs> Uh, might need one after a therapy session with Cap. I know, right? <laughs> I know. You might need more than that. I know. <laughs> you may need a bag of 100 milligrams, pal. Yeah. Lindsay, what, what is the what, – what, I'm sorry, Elsie, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Ask, ask Lindsay. Lindsay, the positive? What's been the positive? Um, I think that people, at least myself and a lot of people around me, at some points may have like taken their family and spending time with their family for granted. And yeah. for me, I spent probably like seven months of the past year back in Ohio with my family. That's and awesome. it made me, it like allowed me to like reconnect with everybody and mm-hmm. it made me appreciate them a lot more because, you know, I'm back here in California now and I have friends and stuff out here, but it just really made me realize how important it is to connect with my family and it's something that I need to do more. Boy, yeah, you are I, so right. Uh, yeah, I agree. I haven't seen my mom in 18 months or my sister same, same. for that matter and same. i'm going to uh to see her briefly i've got some business to do in miami uh and i'm bringing her back to la for an undisclosed amount of time i just we bought a one-way ticket and i told her whenever you want to go back you go back and if you don't want to go back you don't have to go back you know like we'll just figure it out um and i'm flying my sister and my brother-in-law out here too and we're gonna go hang out i'm gonna take them to the fight uh in july and you know like but i'm with you like and it's going to be – I feel like that's going to be an emotional thing, but I do think it, you do appreciate it. I will say that technology, though, uh, has been to me a huge plus. Like, I never used to FaceTime anybody. 
Um, and I FaceTime everybody now. You know what I'm right. saying? Like my in my family at least. You know, like. And I never used to do that. I just call, whatever. But, like, I FaceTime them because I want to see them now. So I do think that's fascinating. Laura, what do you got? What is positive? Man, well, after that heart felt from Lindsay. no. I mean, you don't have to be that no, serious, though. It could be just something no, fun no, no. and cool. For me, honestly, for me, it, it was the family and my friends. I'm, I love my family, but I'm, I feel like my friends are my family, too. Yeah. So for me, that was really, really tough not, you know, being around them because mm-hmm. they have sick parents and stuff like that. So that definitely. But, man... I'm gonna just be real. I missed like my lady, my pedicure lady, my eyebrow lady, <laughs> my nail. Like girl. I just I love. I hear you. Speak. I I Speak. love. I, like I, I said this before. I love getting my feet done. Like I, I pedicures are my thing. Like manicures mm-hmm. and my eyebrows, my hair. Like it, it it runs in my family for us to have gray hair. I was like, oh my god, I need to go get my hair dyed. Like all these things that you don't necessarily think about a lot right. you know just yeah. some something that's like oh it's just there i feel yeah. like just the just there things we take for granted right being able to go outside for a walk when when everything happened my neighbors yeah. were like why are you out you know just like little things like that oh no i needed to you... walk i oh, walked every day i mean i still go hiking mm-hmm. every damn day basically right but in the beginning like the initial like don't go out the two right. weeks, right? So yeah, I was right. still going out because the gym, man, like for me, the gym was another thing. It was like, that's part of my therapy, going out and working out now. So things like that for me that were just suddenly like taken away, I was like, whoa, you never thought that was going to happen. And I think just taking those things for granted and the people that work at those places also, you know, the for fact real. that you couldn't, I mean, I, they had to work at a store. They didn't have the option, and a lot of people didn't have yeah. the option of right. staying home because, you know, I had to come. I mean, I, I loved coming into the studio because it gave me a sense of normalcy. But sure. a lot of people had that privilege to be home and work. Other people were yep. like, yo, you got to feed your family. You got to put, you know, roof over your head. You got to no go doubt. to work. No doubt. It was hard. No doubt. No doubt. On, uh, on that I, same note, though, I learned how to do my nails, so that was a good thing for me. Oh, okay. Oh, There's positivity. Look at yeah. My nails are so crooked. I could not <laughs> wait to get my nails done. I'll do them I for you. I have such a hard time doing a mm-hmm. pedicure. Oh, and yeah. I looked down, yeah. and I was like, let me just put some socks on and keep it rolling. <laughs> you know what, though? Really I, I, I did stop a bad habit because Which of was? COVID. Oh, wow. I stopped that? biting my nails. No oh. way. You gave up biting your nails? Really? Because like I'm completely... like, I, because of the whole don't put your fingers in your mouth, don't touch your face, all that. I was like, okay, that's I it. Still it's done. the hell out of my nails. I nah, bite them all. It's done. I did, that scared the living you-know-what out of me. All right. Uh, I feel like Shout we stumbled you into a good... Workers. You guys are I, back in business. <laughs> I feel like we, we stumbled in a good segment here, like a leather couch segment for By the end accident. of the week. Yeah. Lindsay, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Appreciate your work, okay? Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good to be here. LZ, Cap, great job. Laura, great job. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.